All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Friday, December 15th of 2023 here. Looking ahead, uh, a ton of DFS action coming at you today and over the weekend here. So we have an eight-game NBA slate today. We have a six-game NHL slate today. We have a five-game college football slate on Saturday. We have a three-game NFL slate on Saturday. We have a 14-fight MMA card. We have the Week 15 NFL main slate on Sunday. And then we also have the DraftKings Live Final this weekend. So good luck to all those participating in the DraftKings Live Final. I know there are some SaberSim users with a couple tickets out there. So good luck to you all. But for those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions. We do this show Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. So today is our last show of the week. So if you guys have questions, questions ahead of the weekend today is the day to get those questions in and answered here um if you're not in our discord and, and want to get access to our discord channel there is a link in the description below uh, i think i said it but maybe i didn't uh, get questions in one of three ways send us an email support at sabersim.com post your questions live in the youtube chat post your questions in the office hours channel in our discord server so along with joining our discord you also get access to our similar channels individual sport channels and the rest of the saber sim team here uh, who are always helping people each and every day in the individual channels so can't say enough good things about the discord and lastly before we get started here you know i named a bunch of sports and a bunch of action going on today through the weekend here if you're not signed up with saber sim you're just checking us out via this show we have a five-day free trial i always suggest people start on friday that way they get access to all of the sports over the weekend here so if you're not signed up with us uh, start your five-day free trial today. There is a link in the description, and there are no strings attached. So appreciate you guys checking us out. But it is Friday, so got to remind you guys about our weekly max challenge here. It is a promotion slash giveaway we do during the NFL season here. Get access to weekly rewards, season-long rewards. The link to this page is in the description of this video. Use the green entry to the challenge button. Follow the eligibility requirements down here on the bottom. We have a DraftKings version and an owner's box version. So get in on the action. While the NFL uh, season still remains a couple weeks away here, it's already week 15, so only a few more weeks to go. But with that said, going to get SaberSim pulled up here, and we are going to jump right in. So it looks like our first question came in here uh, from Clensinger, and my man Scott answered this one, but... I do want to note this because I actually didn't even know the answer to this. So I, I did appreciate Scott jumping in. So the question was, I want to build an auto rule for NHL where only confirmed goalies are put into my lineups. And let me just go over to NHL. I've tried this several different ways and across DFS sites and only get a conflicting rule warning and no lineups are built. What is the right way to do this? I can do it the long way and just uncheck unconfirmed goalies from the player pool. But if pressed for time close to lock, it would be nice to have a rule to do the job faster. Okay, so this is a great question. Basically saying like, hey, how do I only play confirmed goalies in, in SaberSim, right? And the easiest way to do this, which Scott uh, so kindly pointed out here, you go to your player filter, you go to add filter, and then you say show players with, you go down to status, is, 
confirmed. And then you only select goalies. So then now when you go to your goalies here, it is only going to leave goalies in your player pool that have been confirmed as starters here. So all these other guys with no check mark in the status column are automatically removed. Uh, so that is one way to do that, which I was not aware of. So appreciate Scott helping us out with that one, but thought that might be useful for some other people as well. Okay, next question here from Jay Sams Jr. Question says, if we do outside research and see that certain players struggle against certain positions and some players do good against a certain position, would you recommend that we go in and change players' projections according to the research that was complete? This is a good question. And the answer that I would say is yes. Um, you know, Will actually talked about this in our, if you go over to our YouTube channel and you go to playlists and you go to how to beat NFL DFS in 2023, I always remember this. So down here at the bottom, there's one that says how play-by-play -play NFL sims really work, new improvements to our NFL model. This was an interview, and I'll link it here in the chat in case anybody wants to go watch it. This was an interview that Jordan did with Will towards the beginning of the NFL season here after Will had done some updates to our model. And there's a very specific segment in here that I remember where they were talking about future iterations to the app, and Will was talking about player-on-player -player matchups like, hey, we understand how, how strong the Broncos' secondary is, but we don't understand how Tyree Kill does against Patrick Sertain or a certain cornerback or, you know, Devontae Adams is getting covered by Jair Alexander versus, uh, you know, a game where Jair Alexander is out for the Packers and he's just playing against their normal secondary. Like, those player-on-player -player matchups are not taken into account. We look at it more on like a defensive level. So that is something that we want to work on improving in the future here. But Will was very clear that that's not being taken into account. So if you're doing that kind of research, I think that's great. And I think that is something that you can definitely come into the app and adjust projections for. And it can be a high value add. So I would not discourage you from doing that if you are uh, doing that research and you're you're finding it to be useful. So very good question. Okay. Um, looks like Simple Chef asked a question. I did respond to this one in support here. Um, so gonna, gonna gloss over this one. Next question here from Speed. Question says, would love to know if there is a better method here for NBA tonight. I opened three tabs. One for MME, one for 20 max, one for single entry, so that I can properly uh, pull the Sims with a contest I am in. Is this overkill or can I just do one build for 20 max and MME? Since I don't really see a difference in the lineup pool, MME correlation, Sim diversity two, or correlation two, Sim diversity seven for both pools, single entry, it's one in six pool, slightly different. Okay, great question here. So we actually talk about this in our DFS profit plan. So if you go to our YouTube channel and you go to the home screen, uh, two really good videos here. When you go to new here, start here first, this start winning more with our DFS profit plan. This is a, this is a video that sums up a longer video series that we did where we went and back tested uh, an MLB season and created what we believe is the strongest 
portfolio of contests that you can play on any given night. So ultimately it is a contest selection framework that we recommend that our users follow. And in that framework, it is designed to have you do two builds, one for single entry and three max, one for 20 max and 150 max. And for reasons similar to what you described is when you come into your build settings here, if I am playing a 150 max, you know, 50K entries, you know, my sliders are on like 2.9. If I go down to 20 max, they basically say the same. But if I go down to single entry and your single entry contests are typically going to be a little smaller here, the sliders do adjust. And on a three game slate, they're not going to adjust too much. But if you were to do this like for the Sunday main slate instead here, uh, you would probably see a bigger shift. And we can just go and look. So if I go single entry, like 1 to 10K, pretty normal here. Sorry, single entry. Let's just swap off. Uh, 1 to 10K. Sliders are at 5.6. If I go up to 150 max large field, sliders go up to 6.9. So same diversity gets a pretty big boost. Correlation goes up slightly here. Uh, the the upside in, and, and, you know, boom bust of these lineups is going to be a little bit higher because you need those very high upside outcomes to win. You're going to need less upside but still still upside but less to win those single entries right so the sliders between the 20 max and 150 max are very very close the sliders between the single entry and three max are very very close if not the same here so that is why we suggest splitting them into two builds and then uh using those builds to fill your contest so if you have you know three single entries and two three maxes then i would build nine unique lineups in a build and then go and do the same exercise for my 20 and 150 max, but very good question. And it looks like uh, GM33 jumped in here as well. So appreciate you uh, providing some thoughts there. All right. Next question here from Sammy. Sammy said, after running contest sims, can we say the use of some rules may have some lineups in the negative zone? I also noticed that unless I hard refresh, I cannot make the builder build while unchecking all of the other rules is that part of support or can i do something else besides that thanks okay so if you think that you're running into like a bug where the contest sim isn't working right with your rules then what i would do is send us a report so go to the top right go to report a problem write us a brief description of what you're experiencing and then our support team will look into it um as far as the rules so ultimately you know the rules have an effect on the lineups but not the contest sim so if you have rules that are set up it will affect the lineups that are created, but it will not affect the contest sim. It obviously will have an effect by have by by affecting the lineups that are created. It can affect your sim ROI. So maybe you're putting in a rule that the builder heavily disagrees with. Um, like an easy example would be, you know, use use five players from an NBA team. Uh, typically, the builder doesn't like having that many players from one team, right? Just because there are only so many fantasy points to go around on any individual game for any individual team. So the builder typically won't like a rule like that only in certain circumstances. Will it be okay with that? Uh, but, but on average, you know, probably not a great rule. Well, that's going to hurt, you know, how your lineups do in the contest sim. So what I'm trying to say is like, I do think there are rules you can set when creating your lineups that will ultimately have a negative effect on, on how good of a lineup pool you build. So be very careful. You know, the only, 
time I suggest that people use rules is when it is there's two instances. One, Saber Sim is not doing something you specifically wanted to do. Or number two, Saber Sim is doing something that you specifically do not want it to do. So maybe you never want to play two running backs from the same team and you're seeing some lineups come up where there are two running backs. You know what? Just go and set a rule. Say use no more than one uh, group by team. Say use no more than one running back per team. You know, you get rid of that. Or another instance, like maybe you always want a specific stack type. Like, you know what? I always want at least a quarterback paired with at least one pass catcher. I never want to see, you know, a, a no stack or something like that, uh, then I would go and set a rule, right? So either to avoid a certain situation or to force a certain situation that you're not already getting automatically or the two times I would set rules. Other than that, uh, I don't love coming into Saber Sim and setting a bunch of rules and groups. You know, we handle that very well through the play-by-play Sims, through the correlations between players, through accounting for the correlations with the correlation slider, and ultimately through Sim Diversity bucketing the Sims and taking smaller subsets of Sims when we build your lineups. So those are my tips there. All right. Next question here, jumping over to the YouTube chat from Deshaun. How would you go about handling high volatile value plays using the Saber Sim app in NBA? For example, last night, I kept getting a lot of Jamal Kane, was looking at his game log, and didn't see a lot that supported getting him as much as Saber Sim liked him. How do I handle that situation next time? I ended up just getting a lot of him because Saberson liked him, but in my eyes, he was high boom or bust. Okay, so this is a good question here. Um, I know there was like a lot of of kind of um, like talk around around Jamal Kane and like how that was all going to play out. Um, it's an uncertain situation, and I think that's the most important takeaway that you had here. So I think that's I think that's very important, right? So. Right off the bat, you understand like, hey, I think this is a very uncertain situation. So that's great. That's that's super important just to like be aware of and take into account right away. Now, when you identify that situation, I would handle it differently from other situations. And I, I think that it's important to make a very conscious decision that, hey, I know this is a very high val- high vol- volatility play. Either you're going to say, I am okay accepting this variance and whatever happens, happens. Or, you know what? If this guy busts, I'm going to be upset. So maybe I should tame my exposure to him and and play less of him, right? So if, if you're seeing this high value play, it doesn't make sense to you. You know, we talked about this on yesterday's show. It's like, hey, go and look at those spots and ask yourself why am i getting this and if it makes sense you know maybe you should be a little bit more accepting of that if it doesn't make sense maybe you should be a little more concerned about having so much exposure to a certain situation team player etc and and kind of walk it back from there so i i said it yesterday you know guys i want to say it again like always ask yourself why and then try and go and figure out you know does this make sense can i make sense of this happening do I want to accept this situation or do I want to do something about it? And, um, you know, I'll plug it again here. You guys can, you guys can watch me do this for certain situations in NBA in this interview that I did with Jordan last year. Um, I think that it's, it's still really relevant today. 
And, you know, it is, it is built on uncertain situations and trying to dissect that information into something that, that helps you to make a decision about which way you want to go on a slate. So that's my best advice. All right. Another question for NBA. If I'm playing some 20 max and single entries, is it best to just use the contest sim for 20 and just allow those items to fill into my single entry or do a separate building contest sim for my single entries and 20 max in NBA? Uh, so we kind of talked about this a little bit at the beginning of the show with like splitting your lineups into two builds. Um, if you have time, I would continue to do that and I would run a contest sim for each one. So uh, the way that I personally like to do this, I like to pick a single contest within each build as like my proxy contest. And this is typically either highest entry fees, maybe highest percent to first, uh, you know, the lineup, the, the contest that I care the most about ultimately. And then I use that one to like fill all of my other contests. So if I have a build with single entries and three maxes and maybe it's five lineups total, I would just pick one single contest and use that contest sim for all of the lineups in that build uh you could run individual contest sims for them all that is okay or you know if you're pressed for time you know th the worst thing that you can do is not late swap so anything other than not late swapping is is ultimately plus ev so if you're in a time crunch and you can only run a single late swap for all of your contests trust me that is better than trying to split it up and not getting it in in time. So so running it all at once is okay, not ideal, but sometimes you end up in unideal situations in NBA. And unfortunately, you know, you're put in between a rock and a hard place. I do want to remind you, every single user in your contest is in the same situation. Nobody has an advantage. Um, everybody has the same amount of time to react. And the best thing that you can do is keep up with the news, you know, be aware. Uh, something that I've done in the past is between like slate lock and the end of the night, I will go onto Twitter and like put on underdog tweet alerts just between slate lock and the end of the slate. And then I'll turn it off at the end of the night. Um, I would be careful doing that for the Saberson NBA lineup alert channel, just because Sims are constantly running. So that might be like notification overload, but but yeah, so, you know, keep up with news. Uh, our late swap tool is extremely fast. You know, you're going to be able to react very, very quickly. Our Sims run very, very quickly. So you have a great tool at your disposal. And the best thing that you can do is just try and react as fast as possible. All right. Last question. Last night I was running a late swap build and I switched the projections to live projections and I switched the, my own to live ownership. Does that have an effect on the Sims? Okay. Good question. So. If you are using contest sims on the ultimate plan, so say I'm, I'm here, you know, I'm 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 uh, creating a contest sim. You're going to see that use live sims if available and use live field lineups if available are toggled on automatically. So what this means is that once the, once the slate locks, Saber Sim is automatically going to start using the SS live projections and the live field ownership for games that have locked that it has data for. So this is not something that you actively need to go and change. Uh, the builder is going to change it for you. But uh, the question was, does it have an effect on the Sims? Yes, it absolutely does. So the way this works is that, you know, say Christian McCaffrey is projected for 26 points. Well, hey, you know, 
let's say he has a huge first half and scores two touchdowns and he's doing really good. If it's halftime and he's already at 23 points, it's obvious that he's going to blow this projection out of the water, barring an injury. Uh, So what we're going to do is we are taking the information of how the game has played out up to that point. And then we are projecting the rest of the game. So like at, at halftime, if Christian McCaffrey has 23 points, we're going to use that information. We're going to look at the score of the game. We're going to look at the game state. We're going to analyze everything that's happened. And then we're going to like, okay, you know, we think Christian McCaffrey's new projection should actually be 35 points. And we're going to, we're going to adjust that projection. And then we're going to use that information with the live contest Sims. So the live information definitely has an effect on the contest Sim and is a very, very powerful tool that nobody else in the industry has at the moment. So uh, our live Sims, we are, we are very, very proud of them and we think they're awesome. Okay. Good question there. Scrolling down here. Uh, looking for any last questions. So looks like, looks like we're actually all caught up in the YouTube chat. I'm going to jump back over to the office hours channel. Uh, one more here. So that's our last question at the moment. If anybody has any questions they want to get in here, now is a good time to get those asked. Question says, is there a way to change the total points for a game to get more exposure to the players? If we think the game may be a bit more high scoring, this doesn't seem to be an option for college football. Uh, So right now, unfortunately, you can do it for college football. You can do it for our other sports. Like for NFL, you would go to the team stacks tab and then you would go to this projected points column. And then if I would think Miami is going to, do better, you know, I can increase Miami and then I can use this apply changes button. And then if I go and filter for Miami players here, which, where are they? Here they are. I can see that it's, it's had an effect on everybody in the game here, right? So you can do that for all major sports. College football is the one exception here. Uh, Probably won't be something we fix until next season here. It was just part of the way that, that, uh, everything kind of worked out with this being our first year supporting college football. So hopefully something we can fix next year, but all right, everybody appreciate you guys tuning in. Uh, you know, last show of the week, we'll be right back here Monday, 2 PM Eastern for our next show. If you guys are not signed up, we do have a five day free trial, which I mentioned at the beginning of the show, but check us out over the weekend here. Our support team is around all weekend. We will be here to help you guys out and answer questions along the way. So don't never hesitate to reach out to us here. You can reach out to us via this question mark up in the top right corner or send us an email support at sabersim.com. But until Monday, everybody take care. Good luck. I will see you all then. Thanks. Bye.